0: In 2 Kings 24 looking at Jehoiakim's reign um, Jehoiakim was put in by Pharaoh Necho of Egypt and replacing his brother Jehoahaz he actually was really Eliakim but uh, his name was changed to Jehoiakim and he paid tribute to Pharaoh uh, and was a wicked king Now, some things happened that kind of changed his allegiance. So, chapter 24, verses 1 to 5.
1: In his days, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, came up, and Jehoiakim became his servant for three years. Then he turned and rebelled against him. The Lord sent against him the bands of the Chaldeans, bands of Arameans, bands of Moabites, and bands of Ammonites. So he sent them against Judah to destroy it, according to the word of the Lord, which he had spoken through his servants, the prophets. Surely at the command of the Lord it came upon Judah to remove them from his sight, because of the sins of Manasseh, according to all that he had done, and also for the innocent blood which he shed, for he filled Jerusalem with innocent blood, and the Lord would not forgive. Now the rest of the acts of Jehoiakim and all that he did, are they not written in the book of the Chronicles of the Kings of Judah?
0: Okay, so Nebuchadnezzar uh, came up in about 605 or 606, in the third or fourth year of Jehoiakim. Now, that's because while Egypt had held Carchemish in 609, they lost it in about 605 or 606, and Nebuchadnezzar, who was at that time a general, but became king shortly thereafter, he went ahead and invaded Judah. And so, pretty much by force, Jehoiakim had to uh, turn and serve Nebuchadnezzar. That was the time when Nebuchadnezzar took Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and other young men as captives. What we, what I think of as the first wave of the captivity. I'm not sure that's how accurate that model is, but but at least uh, that's the way I usually uh, think about it. And uh, so he serves Nebuchadnezzar for three years, and then he rebels because. Uh, Pharaoh Necho managed to turn Nebuchadnezzar back from invading Egypt in 601. And so Jehoiakim assumed that the Egyptians would be the ones kind of in control. So he quit paying tribute to uh, Babylon and became pro Egyptian again. You know, you could never accuse Jehoiakim of not being adaptable. <laughs> you know, he was uh, pretty much anybody's uh, dog who would hunt with him um and and that's typical of these kings they don't have principles they just uh do whatever seems to be the most convenient uh but god was determined to destroy judah because of manasseh's sins it's amazing we go all the way back to manasseh i mean not that it was that long ago but manasseh died in about 642 we're now down to uh, about 600 uh and and still it's manasseh's sins that are kind of uh You know, the ultimate kind of decline of Judah, all the innocent blood he shed, and so forth. And uh, so, when Jehoiakim rebels against Babylon, that is putting another nail in their own coffin. Their best bet would have been to be pro-Babylon in this case. They always want to lean on Egypt. Egypt is always a broken reed that never does anything other than, you know, scar them up. They, They certainly don't ever help. So, thoughts and comments on Jehoiakim?
2: Did Egypt ever help him?
0: No. I don't know that you'd ever... I can't think of any time they did.
2: Of course, you know, he may not necessarily be looking for help, but looking to be in good with the whoever's going to be in control. Well, I think so, but he would have expected they would have defended him if the
0: Babylonians retaliated. You know, I mean, you're, you're trying. You, you are, I think that is what he's trying to do. I think he thought, you know, okay, Egypt is the one now. But you would expect whichever side you're on, if the other side starts threatening, they'll protect you. But Egypt was useless in that sense, you know. Yeah,
2: and how long ago was it that Egypt killed the king of, of Judah? <laughs> right. Well, and yet they turn around in
0: six oh nine. So a few years, I mean.
2: And they turn right around in <laughs> and
0: uh, Josiah.
2: Yeah, when oh, he was on he his way in up, the
1: ghetto. right? Yeah, on his
2: way up too.
0: So like eight years before.
2: Deal with Babylon.
1: Only eight years.
0: Before. Yeah, yeah. A lot happens because things get kind of chaotic, but.
1: What? Do the math for me because I couldn't. You mentioned numbers for the time
0: from Jehoiakim to Nasa. Is that forty years or sixty years? Uh, well. 40, 40. I mean 642 is when Manasseh dies, and then Josiah dies in 609, and Jehoahaz reigns three months, and then Jehoiakim is on the throne, and about 605 is when Nebuchadnezzar (coughs) invades, about 601 when he rebels and turns back to Egypt. And uh, somewhere into here, God makes the statement about Manasseh's sins being the cause of the, the punishment. So I'm saying, say, 40 years before.
1: Well, and since Manasseh reigned for 55 years, yes. I mean, part of that judgment, so to speak, could be going back 90 years.
0: Good point, yes, yes. And it also is part of why Manasseh had so much influence. He just reigned such a long time you know, having a bad king that long. I mean, not that he didn't repent at the end of his life. Um, he did, as Chronicles records. But that didn't really change anything as far as what he'd set in motion in the country.
1: And he was
0: He was, yes. Anything else on Jehoiakim? All right, six to sixteen.
2: So Jehoiakim slept with his fathers, and Jehoiachin, his son, became king in his place. And the king of Egypt did not come out, um, did not come out of his land again, for the king of Babylon had taken all that belonged to the king of Egypt from the Brook of Egypt to the U- River Euphrates. Jehoiachin was eighteen years old when he became king, and he reigned three months in Jerusalem. And his mother's name was Nehushta, the daughter of El Nathan of Jerusalem. And he did evil in the sight of the Lord, according to all that his father had done. At that time the servants of Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, went up to Jerusalem, and the city came under siege. And Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, came to the city, while his servants were besieging it. And Jehoiachin, king of Judah, went out to the king of Babylon, and he and his mother and his servants and his captains and his officials. So the king of Babylon took him captive in the eighth year of his reign. And he carried out from there all the treasures of the house of the Lord and the treasures of the king's house and cut in pieces all the vessels of gold which Solomon king of Israel had made in the temple of the Lord just as the Lord had said then he led away into exile all Jerusalem and all the captains and all the mighty men of valor ten thousand captives and all the craftsmen and the smiths none remained except the poorest people of the land so he led Jehoiachin away into exile into Babylon also the king's mother and the king's wives and his officials and the leading men of Israel or leading men of the land he led away into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon. And all the men of valor, 7,000, and the craftsmen and the smiths, 1,000, all strong and fit for war. And these, the king of Babylon, brought into exile to Babylon.
0: Right. Jehoiakim apparently dies a natural death, but with Babylon knocking on his door, his son Jehoiachin becomes king. Jehoiachin's real name apparently was Jeconiah, or Coniah for short, but he was renamed Jehoiachin and Egypt doesn't help <laughs> Egypt doesn't do anything it doesn't come out of the house and uh so the ba- Babylon uh reconquers Judah in fact Babylon has everything from the Egyptian border to the uh to the east um they they control that whole uh, area Jehoiachin was a wicked king for the 3 months he reigned and Nebuchadnezzar besieged Jerusalem Uh, And Jehoiachin apparently surrenders, he and his officials, which may be why he got a little bit more lenient treatment than some others. Uh, He was willing to surrender pretty early on, Um, and they take him, various other people, all the treasures of the temple and the palace and all that kind of stuff. And take them into exile in, in Babylon. We have a pretty precise date on Jehoiachin's surrender. I forget how we know this, but apparently we do. March the 16th, 597. Whoa. So we're pretty sure about that. We, but this is just so much historical information okay. by the time we get this late. 597? Mm-hmm. Yeah, March 16th, 597 is what we think is the date on, on his surrender. I kind of work up and back from there as far as trying to come up with other dates. Um, this would have been the captivity then that Ezekiel went into captivity. This wave, if we want to call it that, with Ezekiel, Jehoiachin, and, and a lot of other people uh, remained uh, or, or, or went into captivity. Uh, it's a little complicated trying to sort out the different accounts of the captivity. I would say particularly Jeremiah 52 with this. And it may be that, you know, there are different groups, different categories of exile. It, it, maybe even there are some other times some were led away, besides the ones that are found in Kings and Chronicles. Some of that is just really hard to sort out. We just don't have a lot of information to really piece everything together. So I'm not sure how all that is. But as far as Kings and Chronicles concerned, we see three waves of the captivity. Notice the emphasis on Babylon. In 15, so he led Je- Jehoiachin away into exile to Babylon, and in the end uh, into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon, and then in the end of 16, brought into exile to Babylon. You know, to Babylon almost is kind of like the quote, "the raven nevermore." You know, it's kind of the ominous refrain. They're they're going to Babylon and so that kind of summarizes the tragedy of this so Jehoiachin never really has much time to reign uh, three months and, and of course Babylon will be retaliating for Jehoiakim's rebellion when he quit paying the tribute <coughs> thoughts and comments on Jehoiachin that stuff
1: can't possibly be from Solomon
0: <laughs> well uh, why do you say the vessels of gold because they would have already been taken. How many times have Solomon? they already taken all the gold? Well, Solomon had a lot of vessels, so. Uh, they've,
2: they've come in so many times. What, the last the last time we read about this, just it's a couple the chapters, they were chopping up the bronze and carrying it off. Yeah. And now they go in and there's still gold from Solomon?
0: They had it hidden in a back room. Yeah, I don't know.
2: <laughs> so, Jehoiachin only reigned three months? Yeah. So. And that was till he was taken away? That's correct. It doesn't say, does it say when he died?
0: Well, we're going to read about him at the very end of Second Kings, when in the 37th year of his exile he's actually taken out of prison and treated semi-royally for the last few years of his life, uh, but it doesn't say how long he lived.
2: So when they go into the city and take over and they take all these people, how do they know who, what they're getting? You ever think about that? It's like, well they go in and they took well, like his mother and his wives and you know, how do you know they're not like wearing name tags? Hi, I'm the king's you know, and they kill they kill all the king's uh sons or whatever. Like,
1: well if you're not then you're gonna be like, Oh wait, nope, I'm they got the craftsman. Yeah, they got the yes.
2: craftsman. It's like so anybody, some guy's like, Hey, I'm a craftsman. <laughs> And the next guy, I'm not, don't take
0: me. Maybe they get some uh, Jewish informants. That's probably what would be done in our day. You know, if it was Hitler going in or whatever, you know, to figure out who the Jews were, he'd get some Confederates that he gave some favors to to rat them out.
1: And just like written records of of the genealogy of the kings and, and, you know, this is... You know, we know that her name, her the mother's name was this, and you know, he married so and so, and they had these kids, and that's got to be written down somewhere if nothing else. But yeah, I think that.
2: I mean, it'd be a time to start claiming, "Hey, I'm one of the poorest people in <laughs> <of> the land." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: that's all right. And
2: and I suppose
0: maybe it doesn't matter
2: a great deal
0: to him either. I mean, he's... Whenever he
2: left there, we're poorer than when he left him, that's for sure.
0: (laughs) Well, exactly. I mean, I think the point is trying to take some of the more skilled people to sort of leave them debilitated and depleted, not that he had to get every last one of the skilled people, but if he gets a bunch of them taken away, then they're going to have less ability and theoretically less will to resist. So as far as the the time of the reign... Remember that you've got that Jehoahaz Jehoah has with three months, Jehoiakim eleven years, Jehoiachin three months, Zedekiah eleven years. So that's kind of handy: uh, three months, eleven years, three months, eleven years. All right, other thoughts or comments on that. All right, uh, Zedekiah seventeen to twenty
1: king of Babylon made his uncle Mataniah king in his place and changed his name to Zedekiah. Zedekiah was twenty-one years old when he became king, and he reigned eleven years in Jerusalem. And his mother's name was Pamatol, the daughter of Jeremiah of Lubna. He did evil in the sight of the Lord according to all that Jehoiakim had done. For through the anger of the Lord this came about in Jerusalem and Judah, until he cast him out from his presence, and Zedekiah rebelled against the king of Babylon.
0: Okay, so Babylon appoints uh, the next king, more than ever a Babylonian puppet king, at least in theory, it was Jehoiachin's uncle Mataniah, whose name was changed to Zedekiah. Now, the fact that he was Jehoiachin's uncle means he was who? The brother of
2: Jehoiachin's... Jehoiachin's
0: Kim or... Bro- brother of Kim's, Kim. Kim's brother... And also,
2: the
0: son of Manasseh. Not Manasseh. And as a not Ahaz. <laughs> We're going the wrong direction. <laughs> <corrective. laughs>
2: Hezekiah. No, no. <laughs> no, Hezekiah is the father
0: of Manasseh.
1: Josiah.
0: Josiah. That's the man. He's one
1: of this? Josiah.
0: He's the son of Josiah. Okay, oh, go
1: through that. <laughs> oh wait, Hezekiah and Josiah. Okay, well,
0: Josiah well, died, so. and uh, and his son uh, Jehoahaz was put in as king. Uh, Pharaoh Necho took him away and put his brother Jehoiakim in his king, then Jehoiakim's son Jehoiachin reigned for three months, and now it's Jehoiachin's uncle, Zedekiah that was put in his king, so that makes him a brother to Jehoiachin's father who was also a brother to Jehoahaz so we have Jo- Josiah, Josiah's son, Josiah's son, Josiah grandson, Josiah's son. Three sons of Josiah, greatest king. Did and I confuse you? One of you? them
2: was carried away to Babylon. One of them was carried away to Egypt. That's right. And the other one of them
0: died. 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 Yeah, you got it exactly. That's that's the ticket. So
2: he's got them all over. <laughs> <laughs> they are spread
0: out. <laughs> Which
1: one went to Egypt?
0: Jehoahaz. The first, the, one. the first one that the people put in as king oh, when right, Necho killed right. Josiah. Okay, I remember
1: that.
0: Yeah. yeah. And actually, if you look at the mothers' names, it appears that Zedekiah was a full brother to Jehoahaz and a half brother to Kent
2: Okay, that's why I thought the name looked familiar.
0: Yeah. So. Shoot. Yeah, it's it is a little complicated. It was
1: scattered
2: out. Was it Babylon and Pharaoh or in Egypt have to be on their toes to capture the next king. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, figure out who's who. Come
2: in and kill one, and then the other country comes in and takes one. And yeah, that's right.
1: It's like playing well, chess.
0: Well, but chess. that is what happens. They're battling back and forth across the Holy Land. That's exactly what happened. You had the same kinds of stuff going on in the intertestamental period between the Seleucids up in Syria and the Ptolemies down in Egypt, mm-hmm. and right in the middle was it their old Israel, and so they from one side to the other and be manipulated and used and whatever by one side and then another and all kinds of things and that's where you come in with like the, Book of the Mac- books of the Maccabees and Daniel 11 which tells the story of all that stuff So, you know Israel had the, the fortune of being kind of the center of things which was a good position to be in until they got to fighting across Europe
1: so why would he even put a king in there because he doesn't want them to be organized or have any kind of Loyalty or feel like they're a country.
0: Well, you gotta have somebody take ruling, or how are they going to even get the tribute paid? I mean, it's even when Nebuchadnezzar takes everybody except the very poorest with Zedekiah, he leaves Gedaliah as governor. I mean, somebody's gotta, you know, well, be in charge. I see
1: him leaving, but this is like carrying on the lineage. Which to me leans more that it's still your country as opposed to, okay, I'm going to stick this
0: person in, even somebody from Babylon, as opposed to keeping your patriotism. I expect he thought he'd weakened him enough that Zedekiah would have sense enough just to serve him.
1: (laughs) And, I mean, if it's still someone of the royal lineage, then that person is more acceptable to the people in Israel than shoving a Babylonian into that space this is not our king this person can't be our king we're going to just keep rebelling against them as opposed to we still have a son of David on the throne
0: and you could imagine I don't know but I bet Zedekiah you know really uh, proclaimed loudly how committed he was to Babylon and how much he loved Babylon and all that who knows but you're imagining that they've got some reason why they think he's going to be their guy until um, he rebelled. Yeah, I mean, if he had just served Babylon, I think everything would have been fine as far as from Babylon's standpoint. I mean, really all Babylon cares about is the tribute anyway, and just that you don't rebel and lie with their enemy, but, you know. <laughs> what, what good are a bunch of extra refugee Jews in Babylon if you don't have to have them? That's my, my perspective. Well. Uh, how about, uh, oh, I don't know. Uh, let's do uh, 25, 1 to 7.